Welcome back to Not Man Enough Podcast. What's up? We're back. Welcome. <laughs> Hi. Sam, Sam's really s- struggling with this. Yeah, he's camera struggling. Right yeah. You're not supposed to look at the camera, Sam. Oh, sorry. You, you got one right, though. You're wearing I looked black. at it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, look 10 we're, pounds we're testing out cameras and seeing how it works. It's, it's not going to be... This is not going to be used right now. <laughs> Just a test. But anyway, Sam's struggling. <laughs> I'm camera shy. <laughs> yeah. How was y'all's week? Just chill. Actually, no. Well, no. I've been packing up to move. It hasn't been chill. But yeah, your week has probably been a lot less chill or a lot more. No. Yeah. Less chill than mine. Not th- yeah. Yeah. It's been busy, but not, I mean, nothing crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was a week. It was a week. Another week in the books. Yep. It. Uh, I don't know. I, things have been really slow at work. You know, I do a landscaping job, and it's like when there's Still everything's the dead. <laughs> everything's dead. It's like there's not much to do. So yeah. we just kind of dig around, try to find miscellaneous things. You just get to dig all day. Yeah, yeah, digging on frozen ground. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, mine, I don't know. It's a weird week. It feels like it lasted forever. I'm sure other yeah. people don't want to hear about that, but anyway. Tell us about every day. Uh, starting with uh, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Start with Thursday. Start with Thursday, then oh, go back man. to Monday, and then talk about Friday before you go to Tuesday. <laughs> I'm lost. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know either. <laughs> I'm just messing around. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about a subject that I'm just, uh, it's kind of goes along with our theme of, you know, why this podcast is called, uh, not man enough. It kind of is a, um, it's, it's only the fact of like the whole point of the podcast being called that is the fact that Jesus Christ is the only one that adds up. He's the only one that's ever kept the law perfectly and no one else in all the history of mankind except Christ has ever been man enough in that sense like what about david he was right yeah well yeah thanks for (laughs) a a little soon but good segue (laughs) (laughs) but i mean yeah so every once in a while you know we'll we'll do a a a, a, you know a person from the bible i hate saying characters because they sound fictional but i guess it's still a character from the bible but um we're all characters (laughs) goodness but um yeah especially sam yeah well, and the reason is, is we sometimes we like to go through and just look at, you know, the heroes of the faith in the Bible that we look at, and it's like they were deeply flawed people, and yet God still used them, but sometimes we, we idolize them and we say, hey, be more like a David, be, be more like a Daniel, you know, and I'm not saying like sometimes we push against that too hard because there are things that are admirable about those men like that we should imitate in a sense, but ultimately they were, they failed and were flawed men. Uh, just like all of us, they aren't our ultimate example. That's right. And so it's, I mean, you wouldn't always want to say be like a David. That's yeah. yeah, That's kind of the point. It's also a matter of being true to the text a lot of the time Yeah, because it's like the main points behind the, the text and the the scriptures that we read of these men in, in the Bible wasn't for us to just 
have an example of them, which that is a secondary application of right. those things. Yeah. But all of Scripture, again, is a story about redemption, particularly yes. in Christ. And so, I mean, so we get off track whenever we start reading these stories, and then we say, oh, be like David, you know. Or you're the Slay David. Slay your Goliath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and Goliath becomes some abstract thing in your life. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's kind of... But anyway, as as uh, Sam so kindly alluded to earlier, we're going to talk about David, and we're going to not necessarily talk about like all the stories that we completely know of um, in, in David's life. I mean, we're going to mention them. Obviously, they'll come up, I'm sure. But it's more like we're, we're really going to challenge the idea of what it means that David is a, a man after God's own heart. Um, we always hear this, and we always hear it preached, and we always hear, well, David's a man after God's own heart. And so we have this grandiose idea that, man, David must have been all that. David must have been all that in a bag of chips. Like, you know, like they didn't have in a bag of stones. <laughs> Smooth stones from a river. You only needed one, though. You yeah. Only needed one. Yeah, that's true. So why do you get the extra? Was that a lack of faith? Uh, no, <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. No, yeah, that's so funny. I think it was just they first were first nice. flaw found. <laughs> you're yeah. like, you're like, I you, think pre- you preach a sermon on David's unfaithfulness because of the bag, bag of stones. <laughs> because that would be because so he got more good. than one stone. What would you title that sermon? Like, yeah. don't always go for the bag or something. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the bag. Stop chasing bags. I think of it. I as think <laughs> there would be a whole bunch of convicted drug dealers. Oh no. <laughs> What is this? Some ch- church in Houston? Yeah. I think of it as rounds in a magazine. He just happened to do a one tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he actually just picked up the other stones. If you, yeah, if you read carefully, the context shows. I think he was just skipping them. I think it was just. Oh, oh is that's that what, what he was? used them yeah, for. Yeah, he was just skipping. Context, them. context. Little context, do you know, they people. were also flat. That's what it was. So they were skip flat em. stones. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> but what does it mean? Like, you know, um, that we always hear this, that, uh, David was a man after God's own heart and, you know, chip in, uh, because we always hear this said, and I, I think that sometimes we don't, we don't preach it fully or we don't hear it taught fully. It's not that it's necessarily that the people are teaching an aspect of it wrong. It's just that there's more to it than that. Yeah. I think a lot of people apply that because of mentioning of the heart there as almost like the first commandment of, you know, Jesus gives us is love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Almost like David fulfilled that. Right. Is by saying that, like he was a man after God's own heart. Like, oh, well, look, see, he did that. It's almost like they see it as the premise of like, it's because David's heart was so after God that the, that's the reason why God chose him. Yeah. yeah. That's how I hear it. A lot of the time is just sort of like this, this inward thing with David and, yeah. and, and that he, he was just very, you know, like you said, on fire for the Lord or something like that. You know, right. he was like, be like David and then God will choose <laughs> yeah. you. Right. Which is actually backwards. And it's like, whenever we look at the text, I mean, we shouldn't just presume what it means and, yeah. and, you know, we should actually give it yeah. more thought. Which that view makes sense if you're viewing Scripture through an Arminian view yeah. of, yeah. of it's do these things and then and God will do his part. Yeah, if you're good enough. Yeah. yeah, And maybe you'll believe or maybe, you know, if you're, if you're good. 
And um, is there, there is some conditional sense? I, I mean, there definitely is well, yeah. to, to the king, the king of Israel. I mean, yeah. it, it was based on the king's obedience to God that the Absolutely. nation was either blessed or cursed. Well, well, I well, mean, you see, but we have to ask: Was David perfectly obedient as the law commanded the king to be? Well, in no. Order for Israel to yeah, be blessed? I mean, and it's like no. The, that's kind of the whole point. Is in the Davidic covenant. If you go look at the Davidic covenant, it's in Second um, Samuel seven. I think I have that right. Chapter seven. Um, it's either. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And it's talking about how David wants to build a house for the Lord at the temple. And the Lord says, no, you're a man of blood. You can't, but I will build a house for you. And he says in your, in, in this, uh, this, uh, descendant of yours, this seed, this child of yours, the son of David will reign on your throne forever and ever. And he'll reign forever. Well, we know that that wasn't, uh, Solomon. And we know that actually his throne actually disappears in the Old Testament for a little while yeah. until it reappears with who? Christ. Because he's the one that actually is reigning forever and ever. Because why? Because he was, as Sam said, he fulfilled the conditions of a righteous king. Yeah. Where he could reign forever and ever because he had no sin. He was perfectly yeah. righteous and would rule righteously. And so, yeah, there's many flaws in, in David's life, but... Not that we're harping on David. We're all that way. I mean, yeah, it's not, that's, that's kind of yeah. the point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's kind of where we're getting at here is not making a, uh, a, a hero on a uh, pedestal that doesn't belong there. Like, yeah, it's, it's Christ. Um, and anyway, you, you always hear it preached that it's like, well, David was a man after God's own heart. That's why he did all these great things. And that's why he's such a great person. That's why he's remembered so much. And we talk about him so much, but it's like, Okay, where was that attitude from David when he was with Bathsheba, when he pursued her, when when he murdered her husband? Yeah. Where was it when he took a census? Yeah. Um and well the the counter to like the the main argument I've always heard of which I think is there in a sense it's right, but is well David um was faithful in the sense that he, when was conf- confronted by Nathan in that circumstances, was repentant. Yeah. So he repented, and that would say, we would say, well, of you know. In other words, yeah. when disciplined by the Lord, he responded well. Yeah, yeah. So you could, uh, that's what usually when they say a man after God's own heart, they apply it to, well, yes, he failed like any other man, but unlike Saul, where Saul f- failed and he makes excuses, you know, and he blames, well, you didn't show up on time. I had to do what I had to do. And David responds with, uh, Psalm 51. Yeah. Psalm 51. Forgive me. You know? Yeah. Sin against you and you alone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there is, uh, how was David justified? How was he a great man in the Bible? Well, he's a man of faith. Yeah. And he was in Christ. And I know that Christ hasn't come yet, but because he was, looking to the promises of the Lord in the Old Testament and relying fully. I mean, if you read the Psalms, it's obvious. Yeah, David had a perfect righteousness. That's right. But it wasn't his own. Yeah. It wasn't his own. <laughs> yeah. it, was, Which is it was on seen. its way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's clearly seen in the Psalms. Even Psalm 51, like Trin just stated. Yeah. It's like, who is he praying to there? You know, who is he? How is he being washed? You know, he's asking to be washed of his iniquities. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, David 100% writes a lot of the Psalms with the Messiah in mind. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, obvious. There's a lot that are very messianic. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, uh, so let's look at some of the aspects of his life. I mean, he obviously, the things that we should admire that the Lord did work in his life. And I, I don't mind saying it that way, that it was the Lord's graciousness to him that he had this attitude. Look at the way that he did go out and, um, and go up against, um, Goliath. And what, what did he say before he went up against Goliath? It wasn't, I will take down this enemy. It's the Lord. He said, there's nice rocks. Yeah. (laughs) No, no. I mean, it was, I forget the exact words, but it was like, who dares to go against the, the armies of the living God. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, and basically faith is in God. It's in God fully. And, and so he goes out in faith that the Lord will take down Goliath, not, him yeah it is pretty amazing too like i just imagine him being like you dare disrespect the king of kings and then he goes now that's there. manly and like yeah, yeah it is manly, is manly. And dude, faith is manly dude, dude with like a, a leather string basically like slings a rock into the dude's face and, and then he chops his head off so. yeah yeah which we always skip over that part in the sunday school lessons <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know it's like no nah, he chops his head off yeah, and then walks through yeah. the street with his head <laughs> Yeah, actually, like takes. I want to see that in an illustrated Bible for kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's Mel Gibson's next. Just film. the struck. I just, I'm wondering how he picked up the sword and swung it that good, man. This is a, yeah. this is a big sword. He was, I mean, sword. he was definitely strong. I mean, if he's had to be taking care of sheep. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like you got to pick them up. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it, they're pretty uh, stupid and don't know what to but do. But hey, it shows self confidence isn't manly. But confidence in God is Well, How else was David a man of faith? Um, The fact that he wouldn't take vengeance into his own hands when it came to Saul. What's interesting with David in that time where he won't, you know, lay a hand on Saul, he has many opportunities to. Right. It's like he's already anointed as king at that point. He's already been anointed by the prophet. Yeah. By Samuel. Um, Yeah. And so he's, he uh, anoints David as the next king, but yet David doesn't take it into his own hands. As a matter of fact, he serves in in the court of the king to play music, and then he serves later uh, again on the battlefield um, when he wasn't even really supposed to be there. Um, And then after Saul is after him out of jealousy, um, he never takes it into his own hands. And uh, he he knew that the vengeance was the Lord's. You know, until he met Laban. Until he met Laban. Isn't that his name? No, Laban. No, you're thinking of Jacob. No, that not Laban. Jacob. Jacob oh, what's his name? You're talking about Abigail's. Abigail's. Yeah, you're, husband. Talk, you're talking about the guy. Uh, Is it Nabal? Nabal. Nabal. The guy that means moron or something. Yeah, his name yeah, means yeah. He's a fool. Fool or something. Sorry. As there was a B in the middle of the word. I knew that. Yeah, and even the Lord protect talk about the Lord <laughs> taking so care of David. Well <laughs> I knew there's a B in the middle of the word. <laughs> <laughs> there but talk about <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> B in there. Talk about the Lord taking care of David and keeping him from sin. I mean, he, he yeah. really protects him in that situation. And just in case you don't know what we're talking about is Nabal is, uh, he's a rich guy. David and his men have been protecting his men and their flock for months and they're short on food. And he goes to ask for food and provision 
for his people. And the guy says, who is this David? Why should I care, basically? And shuns him off. And David, I mean, he tells all his men, hey, get your swords. We're going to kill this 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 guy. Like, we're going to kill all all of the men. And and the wife comes out and, and actually stands in the way. Cool story. Great. Go read it. But she actually keeps him. She actually uh, talks some sense, in a way, into, into David by her. Uh, actually, she was very, very wise in the way she, she handled it. But anyway, she even says that, um, well, I think David actually confesses to her that you, the Lord used you to keep me from bloodshed yeah to keep me from taking vengeance in my own hands yeah she was basically saying like have you has the lord spared you from vengeance this long that you would take vengeance now or something like that and then david commends her for that that yes the lord has used you to stop that (laughs) yeah take your trash out trash out again trash time (laughs) i'm gonna start i'm not used to recording on mondays guys (laughs) i'm not used to it yeah i don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast sam has an alarm every single monday oh no it was on, it was on the last podcast it's been on two yeah. previous ones yeah where yeah. my alarm's going off yeah it's so funny back to enable <laughs> uh interestingly enough he uh he he ends up dying anyways hey, and then uh, let's not enable gaze here let's uh the lord takes him out yeah. on david's behalf i mean so yeah. it's like David never takes vengeance into his own hands when it comes to people like that, but yet the Lord does handle the 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 enemies of David essentially yeah. on his behalf. I mean, so it's like the Lord takes care of David. Um, but okay, there's all the good things of David. Like, yeah, he did all these great things, but then he also had great sin. Um, like any and, man, yes, like any yep. of us, and um. And that, that's really what makes it so special that the Bible tells us he was a man after God's own heart because it just shows, like, why on earth would God ever choose this man? Right. This sinful man. And what that should do, and, and that's what that means. I, I don't know if you wanted to get there yet, but that's what it mean, That's what I believe it means. Uh, the main part of it is is that God has chosen a man, and it was according to God's heart that he would choose this man. Yes. And, and in choosing this man you see how gracious God is. And then that seeing that, that makes us think, well, why on earth would God choose me? Yeah. Why on earth would God be gracious to me, a sinner who is even worse than David? Yeah. And it's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Chew on that. <laughs> um, it's deep. <laughs> well, I mean, but no, that's good. <laughs> I just lost my train of thought completely. <laughs> what I was thinking of when we were, which you could get into, I guess the the wording of it if you want to. I don't know. If it's you not. It's to. just I, what. Well, there's there's two interpretations of that text. Uh, David, a man after God's own heart. We don't have to get into all the yeah. detail of it, but the bottom which line I is, I thought about when we released this episode, maybe releasing a link for. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll we'll put a link there to to kind of show you the, the two views. The two views, yeah. Um, and the reason is is because there is an and there is an interpretation there that it can it can be interpreted two different ways, and that is kind of like what Sam the way that he put it that it was a, a a man after God's own heart means that the Lord chose a man 
<laughs> that he would be gracious to essentially and that the Lord had set his heart upon David and that's what that actually means. Mm-hmm. Now the other way that people think of it is oh well David was just a, a man after God's own heart and just was fully after God like we said on fire for God and that's what it was. And, and I, I here's my problem with that view. Yeah. It ju- it just seems like you have a low view of who God is. Yeah. I was just saying and it, a way too high of a view of who David is. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. elevating the man and 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 bringing low God. Yeah. Well, we know like just looking at New Testament seeing the sovereignty, I mean even Old Testament, seeing the sovereignty of God, we know God chooses all his elect. Old yeah. Testament, yeah. New Testament. So it's like e- either way you look at it, you still have to acknowledge that God chose David and used David as a tool. Yeah as an instrument to fulfill his plan. Now, a caveat I'd put to what I said is just that David being in Christ. Okay, now that is a man after God's own heart because God is looking at Christ, not David. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, in the sense of of just David himself being after God's own heart in a sense of who God is, the righteousness, the holiness of God. David's not that. No, Christ is that. So if you want to say that, that's fine. You know, yeah, no, I'm cool I, with that. I, but I, that's I feel why, like, and I haven't like really looked into all the grammar and stuff. But I've I've listened to things. I've heard people like yeah. you were speaking to Alistair Begg. I think I've heard that that before. I don't know if you're speaking of it earlier. Or I what, was. But yeah. Alistair Begg. He did a, a sermon on it, and he he went through the grammatical uh, stuff in the Hebrew, and I've heard other guys do the same. And it really does seem to be pointing to the fact that this is God's heart set upon David. Set upon David. Yeah, and the the way that we should view this, if if you're like, well, I don't know if I like that because it does away with what I've always heard. Well, here's we know that that's true that the Lord chose David not because of who David was, but by His grace. We know that. Um, and on top of that. We do know, just like you said, that David was a man of faith. So in that aspect, we can say that, just as all Christians are, um, that although we're not perfect, we in Christ, though, we, we have perfection in Christ. And then also we're renewed. We, we are given a new nature. And so if you want to maybe even get there, I mean, that's fine. Like, But he's not perfect, and he's not seeking God like every day perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like so many times we read the Psalms and we just think that that was David's daily life or something. Like he was perfect in this. Yeah. And that's a misreading of the Psalms. He was out in the battlefield, just sitting down, meditating. Yeah. <laughs> reading like, his Bible. Yeah. It's like we <laughs> not chopping people's heads off. <laughs> right? yeah, he definitely he wouldn't wasn't. do that. It's like, Oh, 200 foreskins. Got it. Philistine <laughs> <laughs> foreskins, baby. I mean, <laughs> trading them in like currency. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Dude. Hey man, I'm a Jew. This is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I cut foreskins off on the daily. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. He's like, Hey, y'all are but, all more than eight well, days. I mean, but seriously, people forget about the life of David. Like this was his daily thing or something yeah. like because he has all these great psalms that the lord used david to you know the holy speak spirit through, yeah, yeah the holy spirit, holy spirit speaking through david inspiring him. and and that's fine like but at the same time we can't lose track of the fact that david wasn't living like this as a matter of fact if you read the psalms read them in light of the first two chapters the first two chapters talking about christ because christ is the only one that fulfills all that but anyway you know you i know, could go on a tangent well, uh, i was that. just thinking People who have a problem with what we just said to also have a 
big problem when they read the like grind my enemy's teeth into dust and stuff. Like that's exactly <laughs> what it is, is, is you can't you're like, well, you know, peace and all this stuff. It's like, well, no, David was a warrior. Yeah. King. Actually to like, the, to the degree that he was told, no, don't build the temple. You've you're a man killed of blood. way yeah. too many people. But he was, I, I was yeah. meaning this even from not even the, the, you know, evil acts he did, but he was a warrior on behalf of no, God. No, no, in a yeah. good way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm even saying that is in, like, I just think in general. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess the temple also could have been talking about Uriah the Hittite, but and just in general, he just killed a ton of people. But like, yeah. I, what it's pointing to in general, like what you're saying, is just, it's pointing to the fact that he wasn't... It has nothing he didn't to do have with a holy. General. He didn't have a holiness that was on par with what God's holiness is. No, no. that was pleasing to God. In other words, David was not a pleasing person to the Lord apart in, from in Christ. Of, yeah, in and of himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was because he was a man of faith, and that was by the grace of God, it, and that puts him in like like we said, it was looking forward, but it put him into the faith of Christ. Put him into yeah. Christ. Yeah, and so uh, his hope was in the Messiah, the promised Messiah, the promised seed to come. Yeah, which, his, is, which is what you were just saying. That's true for even us now. It is. Of saying, like, because we look at the world through, and it's like we want to say that's good, that's good. And it's like, but God looks at a lot of these things and says it's filthy rags. And yeah. the only way he counts any good work as good work is through faith in Christ. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. And it's like, that's tough for a lot of people to look at and see they, they see a common grace good. And they want to say, well, that person, you know, they're, they're good in a sense, you know, and it's like, but no, it's, it's only through faith in Christ that that person could do any good. Yeah. We don't want to go too far though. I mean, like we said, look at David's, you know, his faith in God. And that's something that we should all have is faith in God. But at yeah. the same time, we can commend, him. we can commend things, but yeah. let's not lift them up on some pedestal. Like, Hey, you know, David beat Goliath. So go we can out do that there. With men in our day, we can look at guys like. Alistair Begg, R.C. Sproul, John MacArthur, and commend the the great things that these men have done. Yeah, um, for Christ. But we can also realize that they're sinful men. Um, yeah. And no, we don't look at any of those. None of those men have you know killed a guy and committed adultery. But as far as we know, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not. But. Uh, <laughs> As far as you beat me to it, I was about to say it. I mean, Alistair could have killed someone. I mean, he's he's from Scotland, whatever. Let's say boring fact. Maybe maybe that's why he lives in. It's always Cleveland or wherever he is now. Ohio. He's he can't go back. Yeah. Point being, they're still sinful men, though. Um, Yeah. They've all done great things. David did great things. A lot of the Old Testament, New Testament saints did amazing things, but every single one of them, except for Christ was a sinful man yeah and we and and all these men are great examples to follow like but what we started out with saying they're not ultimate examples we, no. we look at their good and say oh that was very faithful that was very righteous good whatever it is but it, but our ultimate and this is even the theme of our podcast our ultimate example of manhood all that is christ yeah well i mean it's like we we can like I said, it's commendable to look at the their faith in God, right? These great men in the Old Testament that we look at, they, they're great men of faith, but at the same time, there's they're not they haven't earned anything that like 
they haven't earned anything more than us. Like it's not like before the Lord. I mean, maybe they were better than us, but it, that, that it's irrelevant because on the yeah. scale, it's just it's a major failure. Still, I think I think in general we struggle to not put these men on a pedestal because we don't see the whole of their life. Yeah. We only see aspects that God has chosen to reveal in his scripture for for his purposes. But we don't if we saw the day-to-day life, I think we'd have a very different idea of all these men. And yeah. we'd probably relate to them on a very personal level and see, wow, I was idolizing these men That's in right. my mind when really they're just sinful like yeah. me. I'm I'm and and I mean some are easier to not put on a pedestal than others. I mean right. Samson. Be, yeah, Samson. I mean you look at you look at the sins more of them but even still man of faith. I mean yeah, he's, it, he's just, in heaven well, with David. We don't have a full scope of these men's lives. And I think sometimes we can take that uh for granted in a sense. But this goes into how we should really read the whole Old Testament and how we should yeah. understand the whole Old Covenant. We have to view it through the lens of Christ. That's right. And so whenever the Psalms speak of the righteous man does such and such and such. Psalm 1, yeah. There is only one that was r- truly righteous. That's and right. That is Christ. And, and, is, and, and if we don't have that, that hermeneutic, that interpretive framework, that, that yeah. lens to view the Old Testament then we're going to go far off and astray to where we're putting men on pedestals or we're putting ourselves on pedestals right. and become legalist and self-righteous. Absolutely. Because of even the Proverbs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. I mean, we get that yeah. wrong so many times because we think that like, oh, well, the, the wise man, I'm the wise man in this. No, you're not. You're the fool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Christ right. is the wise man and he's the only one that's ever been fully wise. Now, I'm not he's saying fool. that there's not wisdom there in the in the proverbs that we should glean from and the lord should you know we should go look at it so that the lord can use it in our lives i'm not saying that but the point is is if you think that that's just a to-do list no it's showing you that we are fools at at heart yeah and the only reason why we would ever even slightly resemble the wise man that's right is because we're walking in christ that's it and we're walking in step with the Spirit, walking according to the Spirit that has been given to us because God has been gracious to us. And That's him. right. Right. It's like, what do we have to bring? There's nothing in our hands. Why did I say that backwards? <laughs> 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 nothing in my hands I bring simply to the cross I yeah. clean. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I like the, I like the, I think what it's him is that? Spurgeon. Uh, it, it's a uh, rock of ages cleft for me. Yep. I couldn't so remember. Why don't you sing it for us? Rock of Ages, <laughs> never, never mind for me. <laughs> All right, um, let me hunt. Wait, is it Rock of Ages? It might I have, be a different. I have one. no idea. I Actually, I should know, I'm but I'm I, having second. I was listening. I like zoned out <laughs> yeah. halfway through y'all talking, but uh, <laughs> we were, we were, uh, totally we were singing. But Spurgeon has a. I think it's Spurgeon. I just count every quote ever to Spurgeon. Um, he once said in Psalm 49, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow, you weren't kidding. You really do struggle with this. No, no, but he has a great quote of like, where it's like the only thing you bring to the father is your sins, you know, or something like oh, that. Oh, John yeah. Owen. Is it John Owen? Yeah. I, I, I think sure Spurgeon plenty said, of people have said that. I think that. Spurgeon said Even that. Before, yeah, before I, don't, John I don't Owen. think that's but, uncommon. But most, it's most famous. <laughs> It's, all, it's more famous. <laughs> did, did you just say it's more famous? <laughs> I, I started laughing. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> it's most famously attributed to John Owen. Though, okay. As well okay as yeah. Well, whoever yeah. said it, I mean, we all know Spurgeon said it. But <laughs> Spurgeon. I, like, I like the fact that Spurgeon said it. Yeah, Spurgeon's like the perfect man, right? Yeah, he was. Psalm 23 <laughs> by Charles Spurgeon. <laughs> I, see, I get confused in yeah. his like, uh, morning and evening devotion. I'm like, wait, which quotes and which, <laughs> which scripture? You know? I'm so confused. Yeah. <laughs> Man, my goodness! <laughs> oh, anyway, we took that joke a little long. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not even paying attention. I don't even know what the joke is anymore. Like I just forgot. Spurgeon also said that one time. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Even, I don't even know what the joke is at this point. Charles I just forgot. Spurgeon. Charles Spurgeon. <laughs> <laughs> It's like hanging up in somebody's house somewhere. (laughs) Man. Anyway, so uh, David. Charles Spurgeon. I don't know. Anyway, Charles Spurgeon. (laughs) King Charles. Anyway, King James Version only is a... Should we talk about that? One day day we're going to have to, I guess, because you just keep bringing it up. Dude, I think it would be a blast. It would. Yeah, we'll get James White on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Because he would love being on our podcast. <laughs> there won't be any video of him. We just play audio clips and just act like he's here. We should find a guy from West Virginia that. No. <laughs> we should find one of those snake handlers, one of those snake handling churches, and, and get one of them on. That would be a blast. <laughs> Wouldn't that be It'd fun? It'd be terrifying, <laughs> but it would be fun. Get him to do like a show and tell with the snakes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we, I that guarantee would be, they'd probably bring one. That would be that would do so well on YouTube. Oh yeah, that would do so well. All like we're thinking getting, about is gains. All we're thinking about is these views, baby. <laughs> bring the snakes up. Oh, now if now you, we're just if you we're bring willing to do snake, anything. If you bring <laughs> yeah. a snake handler, we sold on out your, long yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. If you bring a snake handler on your podcast, you are just doing it for views. There's no other reason. <laughs> well, I, a podcast like this, maybe if you get like I was bit of, by a cobra. Depends for the on the podcast. I was gonna say. I don't know. I was just hoping the guy would come on and like handle the snakes and get bit. And we were just like over here, like screaming. (laughs) 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 No, it's fine. I have faith. (laughs) Matt, suck the poison out of the wound. (laughs) We're just like chopping his hand off. (laughs) That's manly. That would be manly. That's manly. Yeah. But anyway, do we have anything else to say? Do we have anything else to say about David? I mean, I feel like we kind of beat a dead horse do you, do you feel like we went too far no no no, no just i think we did good <laughs> i think uh, we covered it i'm a never mind. <laughs> yeah anyway so um just in case you're lost on uh david's life Repent maybe believe yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> no well maybe i shouldn't say no <laughs> so what you mean by that no don't do that <laughs> no it was gonna, what, what i was gonna say I, you know i don't know if somebody's like jumping into this podcast and like they know like they've never read scripture fully through and they're like what are they talking about david's life okay first samuel second samuel read it you'll get the life of david that's it that's all you need that's it. Just yeah. those. Don't read anything else. But no, but I mean, Charles that's, that's Spurgeon wrote them. <laughs> <laughs> you really like it. <laughs> you also might want to do a Google search for <laughs> Charles Spurgeon. Yeah. 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 We need to move on to the, uh, to the segment. Yeah. Yeah. And 
we're bringing back is it mainly it's been a while since we've done it i think it's been a while it has been a while yeah i think the last time we did it was our episode with uh pastor jeff johnson i think so but i'm excited i think we have some good ones but anyway is it manly (laughs) (laughs) i i I see this going downhill quick (laughs) Already, <laughs> Dude, everything everything can be a Spurgeon joke now. It's just I'm let's, gone. Let's, anyway, uh, the whole premise of this is we we draw these uh, questions that some of us have written out. We put it in a little bowl and we draw it and we ask the question: Is it manly? And we all answer it. Is it manly to do such and such? All right, give me one mm. or two. Yeah, I'll take two. All right. Does everybody have all of them? Or is the bowl empty? No. No. No, I'm going to get a different there's one. A, there's many more where that came from. Okay. I got Are two. we all doing two? Yeah. Sure. Here, I need another one then. <clears throat> this yeah. one I know for a fact it's already been done, but here you go. <laughs> here you go, Sam. Oh, who's <laughs> going? Who's going? Sorry, I was reading. I was like. <laughs> Hold on. What, what you said, here you go, Sam. And Wait. then you just sat there. We might have a duplicate. No, he was just throwing me the piece of paper. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I can go, though, if you want me to. Yeah, go ahead ahead and go, Sam. Go first. All right. Let me read this one. Okay. Is it manly to dislike steak? Oh, gosh. Dang. Yeah, that's very unmanly to dislike steak. Who who dislikes steak? Women. I I have no idea. There are people. Women. Is this people that eat it with ketchup? Well, well, hold up, hold up. There is a... No, there's no caveats here. Lyme disease. Lime? Even that's unmanly. <laughs> <laughs> what what no, about Lyme disease? You know, so like people who get bit by a tick get Lyme disease. Well, I've been bit by a tick. They that's actually, the <laughs> yeah, many. It's no, a special they become tick. they become allergic to like red meat. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Like every single time because I know it okay. affects like all red uh, meat. Okay, they yeah. might be allergic. That's crazy. They might be allergic, but they still like. Oh, it. True, does it create yeah. some sort of iron deficiency or something, or some sort of iron? I like, don't know resistance? the science behind it. I'll have to. <laughs> I'll have to go back to my lab later and yeah. test it. <laughs> Sam's but, asking like the, yeah. the the scientific. Sam's just worried because uh, I've met someone though that one time he they found could, the tick yeah. on him. And now okay, well yeah. It okay. So there is such th- such a thing as a bad steak if somebody like burns it and makes it like. Well done steak is not a steak, but it's still better than no it's steak. Still nothing. better than well, I'd rather have other food than an overcooked steak. I mean, I agree. Yeah, but that doesn't make me dislike it. Too the question was dislike. I don't I know, guess. dude. Overcooked yeah. steak is just not that. It's not yeah, it's, it's not, not like the the situations where they can't have it. It's like they don't like it. Yeah, they don't like it. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. not manly. Like like I know women that don't like steak, and I, I even don't think I know a single sanity. guy who doesn't like steak. Yeah, I don't Off think the top I've met of my one. head. I don't think I've met no. one. I wouldn't be friends with them. No. I would. I mean, that might be a church <laughs> discipline issue. <laughs> might be. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to fellowship with those people. No, we need a So if if you're them. if you don't believe yeah. that steak is good and you're a man, you need to repent and believe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and believe that steak gotta, is good. You got to wean off the milk and start eating the meat. <laughs> yeah. If you're not, you're out. You've had you've had milk long enough. It's time for the solid food. You yes. should be teachers by uh, now. Teachers yes. of steak. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go next? Well, I guess I'll do this other one, but yeah. I, I get this was done before, I think. Okay, it, just go for it. Is it manly to wear V-necks? Wasn't that done before? No, I don't think so. I I, I think it's all right. 
<laughs> John, <laughs> I didn't realize you were wearing I a like wear nothing but V-necks. Like, John well, no, that's an exaggeration. Okay, if you I had, like I'll say this. If you have chest hair, yes, I it, think so. It, well, uh, it all, no, no. Check. It depends on the, it, <laughs> it depends on how far the V goes. How far the V goes. If, yeah, that's true. You know, I think it's all in how you pull it off. Because that's, that's, a, that's a very shallow V. There, you're, you're I, okay. Well, okay, so I got some new shirts. They were cheaper, and I ain't a lot. The V goes down pretty. Like, yeah. I'd be uncomfortable if I was a woman I'm, wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'd be uncomfortable if you're a woman. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm sitting to the side of you, and I looked over. We were talking, and I focused on your V, and then I could see the hair poking. <laughs> focusing on your V. Yeah. Hey, man. It's I, I just like there V-necks. is certainly an like V-necks, there is man. certainly an unmanly way to wear a V neck though. That's true. How's that? If it's too low, it's definitely homosexually. You know, back in uh let's see, what was it? It was middle school. Me and my buddies would have <laughs> this, this actually does sound kinda I was gonna say <laughs> I, I can tell you're pausing because you're questioning whether you should even say it this. It sounds a little sus. There you Which go. means yeah, probably we had, no. We had a uh, a specific day. I really want to say the word. I mean, this is just kind of gay, guys. I mean, we had a specific day where we'd all wear V-necks. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, like that's... V-neck Thursdays or something. Like that. <laughs> oh. I'm not even kidding. Oh, I'm just oh. V-neck every day. So, you know, I... Uh, I, I like V-necks. I don't think they're unmanly. I guess if you're, I guess if you look gay wearing it, then yeah, it's not manly, but I don't think it's <laughs> well, inherently unmanly. Intervention time. Jonathan, <laughs> you look kind of gay. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you know, you, it's just a V-neck. <laughs> yeah. Yours aren't noticeable. Yours aren't noticeable. Yeah, there well, is guys who sometimes wear them with their little stretched and stuff, and you're like, yeah. man. No, that's the thing about them. Man. They get stretched so easily. You know what I mean? Because of the big muscles, which is manly. That's true. I think it's the thin material. <laughs> 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 and why is it always so thin? <laughs> that's funny. All right. Who's next? I got it. Is it manly to cosplay or go to a Comic-Con? I think we've done this one before. But we'll still talk about it. Um, we did something like it. Yeah, I couldn't remember if we'd done something like it or not, but, you know, it's funny. Cosplay. <laughs> it depends on the cosplay. Yeah. It. No, it doesn't. No. It's always unmanly. <laughs> it's definitely not manly. You're, no, pl- guys. you're playing dress up, and I don't care what you think. No, it's, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. I wear, I have, he has a full no, no, Iron Man costume. Yeah, I, I, I like He's, superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's better than his Black Widow one. <laughs> 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 Except it's not a Black Widow costume; it's just a Scarlett Johansson suit. Yeah. It's just a V-neck. <laughs> it's a V-neck. I'm cosplaying as Jonathan. <laughs> it's just really tight, oh, man. Yeah, tight, no. tight leather. No, suit. I, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's mainly. It's kind of, I don't know. It is kind of childish. <laughs> kind of. It's it's pretty. And then even if you I, don't, I don't want to knock on people to like that like have fun or like that's their only hobby or something. But it's like, look, you could have a cooler hobby. Yeah, but well, <laughs> go quick, shoot some guns. We can, or you know, th- this could go down the drain real quick because it's like there's a lot of people that have fun doing a lot of things. 
you know? Yeah, well, yeah I mean, just because you're having the, fun that's doing not the it basic doesn't make premise. It. I mean, there's a lot of things that are m- more unmanly than that. It's true, but I, I mean, it is. Childish. It depends. It depends. Every video I've ever seen of like a comic con or a cosplay, like anything that's surrounding that, you know, group of people. Yeah, is you never it never pans across, and you're like, oh man, there's some, you know. That solid dude. looking guys out there. It's that, always like, you know, dyed hair. Like, well, you it know, always looks like there's some solid looking guys. <laughs> That's what Matt's looking for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, solid looking guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest. It consists of people that. He's like, no, it's not manly. No, I, I, I well, there's, there's, I mean, we could, we could talk about the women there Love. too. But yeah. 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 It's not manly. Okay. <laughs> it, is it manly to have a picture of yourself as a wallpaper on your phone? <laughs> no. I mean, no. Wait, when would it be? Uh, it huh? depends. Okay. Did you say, did you say by yourself? By or yourself. Of yourself. Of yourself. It, it just says of yourself. It doesn't say. So you singular. No. No. Like if it's, if it's. But if it's like you and your wife. people. Yeah. Whatever. That's fine. fine. That's fine. I don't judge people for that. I have that on my phone. Yep. I've got it on mine. Well, I mean, when you just unlocked your phone over there, I just saw a picture of just you. <laughs> That's so fitting. Okay. <laughs> That's when I came up with the idea so, for that question. So on the new update on the iPhones. Uh-huh. If, update. No, 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 to have yourself as your own wallpaper. Now, let me let me finish <laughs> context. Yeah. So when yeah. you turn your phone sideways and it's on like do not disturb or it's night mode or whatever it is, it will oh, play. It, goes to, yeah. it will play like it will either pop up like a clock or it will pop up like photos and like play like a, I don't know what it is. It's like a slideshow. Slideshow, yeah. Well, it decided to do that when I was setting up my phone to record and it just popped up a zoomed in photo of my face <laughs> and it wasn't me that took the photo i think it's one you're uh, like oh. <laughs> yeah but it was like oh wait was, what he did kind of freak out so it made me think that he like purposely put it there he's like oh no. wait oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wait don't look at that <laughs> i was kind of i was like ah like he had been busted or something yeah. but yeah. no it was it was a uh, it was the one Lana took though. Yep. So I will say recently, like uh, I was looking on my girlfriend's phone, like a wallpaper and I noticed, I was like, man, that's a awesome picture. She has it in the background. And it was just this really, really cool looking picture. And it was like this really wide angle. And then I realized like really far in the background, like I was in the picture and I was like, dang, because I was totally going to be like, hey, send me that. Because I was going to put it be like, it looks really cool. And then I realized I was in the background of it. And I was like, no, nah, I can't, I can't do it. I mean, that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, what that what I'm thinking of with that one is like, you know, like it's just you. Yeah. Smiling. Like you're the Smiling for, away. You're the forefront, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, some people would say, well, if somebody finds my phone, they know who it belongs to. <laughs> Stop losing your phone. I've heard that. Yeah. I have heard that. Are you serious? No, like I, I just made that, that up. No, I have heard that. Oh, wow. I that's... think it's just an excuse. I think they're lying about being narcissistic. Yeah. I think so, too. <laughs> yeah. Which they tend to do. All right. That's true. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's just All in right. character, you know? Here, it's part of the character. Here's the next one. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go. Is it manly to sing as loud as you can in the car? Yeah. I'm rocking mean, out. Just Yeah. I, I'm not I, even saying by yourself. I didn't say by myself. Like, song. 
Depends on the song. I'm just saying, just rocking out, man. I mean, I do it. Yeah, I do too. That doesn't answer the question. Yeah, I got so actually a funny story about this the other day. <laughs> I was in my work truck driving home. Got stuck in like some traffic or whatever, and I was still in like the, you know, like drumming on my steering wheel and stuff, jamming out to the song. Yeah. And oh, I look over go. and someone was staring at me. Then you I'm start like, hitting the cymbals. I'm not going to lie. I got slightly embarrassed. I was like, man, I probably look like an idiot. <laughs> right Dude, when you, but it, but it is worse when you're loudly singing, especially yeah. when you're singing things you know you can't sing. <laughs> like, oh, I don't, that's, like, I don't care. You're going out of range, like, and you're like, oh, I, I think dude. it's just one of I those neutral things, you know? No, I think it's most mainly when somebody's in the car with you and they don't want dude, you to you sing. You remember, and you, you just sing in yeah, You remember driving yeah. home from da, Nashville? No, 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 you remember driving and home? I miss you. <laughs> Matt, you remember driving home that from Nashville like five a.m. and we were Jennifer just like, oh, like yeah. screaming Please. music so loud. That was for safety. Though. That was that was to keep us awake. And but yeah. it was dark outside, so there was cover. There was cover. But if it had been light outside, I would have never been doing that. No, no way. No. We would have looked psychotic. Hey, that's what that's the manly thing to do. Who cares? True. But I, I think, like I said, thinks song matters in that. It does. I'll yeah. pull up beside someone I hear like, you know, Ariana Grande bumping no. and I look over and the dude's like really into it. I'm like, oh, man. But if it's like, you know, rock or something. Well, if, it's, if it's like Beyonce, is that's he, a little different. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce. Yeah. She is the queen. <laughs> I, I I feel like this one's a shameless plug, uh, but it's fine. I'll say it. Is it manly to play in the snow? We never answered oh, the question. A, that's, a, that's a good question. Oh yeah, so we never did answer the question. We had to. We had to plug it. it our our answer that we should have given was probably not. Yeah, I mean, probably yeah. not. I mean, we did. We did show a little shame, but then now if you're if your kids if your kids are if like, you're playing with your kids in the snow, then it's that's, manly. That's as can manly. Be. But if you're by yourself, it's not. Yeah, I will say what, you're just throwing snowballs at a snowman. Well, it's just if, really sad. You're just building the snowman. If a group of guys was like, "Let's go have like a massive snowball fight," that dude, that'd be fun. I would actually that'd be probably, all right. I'd probably be. Why don't we do that? I don't know. Because when it we snowed here, it's, it was like we hardly the, ever get snow, and we didn't do that because it was freezing. Yeah, you yeah, also couldn't true. pack the snow for some reason. Oh yeah, the, well eventually uh, you could. I was wondering if it still works. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> that's a if if snowball sounded like that, dude, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. It's like a headshot kill in like Call of Duty. Or you get like Instead of like the M1 Grand Ping, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, the dodgeball. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's all, right. all I got, Matt. Matt, oh what you yeah, got? I guess I should read. I guess can you just read yeah. anything? <laughs> <laughs> the back of a shampoo bottle. Can I don't you know. Read? <laughs> I was about to just start like slurring my words really bad and pretend like I could. Um, Is it manly to go underwear shopping with your wife? <laughs> Charles Spurgeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, this one was submitted by Charles Spurgeon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is it manly to go underwear shopping? So the, pr okay. So I, I wrote this one, but <laughs> Here's here's the caveat. I'm not necessarily saying that you're going underwear shopping for her. What uh, for like, you even? Saying, like, you're, say you're, going. saying you're going underwear shopping <laughs> makes it seem like you're taking a while to pick it out. It's like how is it that hard? <laughs> people that make, how is it that hard? Dude, I, it's like I it found is. I found my pair. I found the one that works, and like I go back okay. for it every Wait, time. Wait, did you, you know try them I mean? on? 
Yeah, in the store aisle. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the dressing room. Excuse me. Can I have the dressing room? No. Uh, no I want to try on all three colors in this package. See, but that's where the problem is. Is he didn't I want to see go how to, blue looks he, on me. The problem is, is he didn't go to the dressing room. He took those little aisle things that you block them off that just like, you know, he just no, closed no, it no. off. It, it was just in the aisle. You know? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that what the mirrors are for by the shoe yeah, section? Why, why else would they have mirrors on the underwear aisle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than that, you can see how you look in blue. <laughs> the weird so, part about the fact that so of, the, of him taking his wife shop underwear shopping with him is that he doesn't have a wife. I don't yeah. know what's going on there. Wife in general. It's just well, a the, wife. The, the, the question <laughs> was. <laughs> <Your wife. laughs> That's messed up. Like, my heart hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad. I'm in pain now. Um, oh, man. No, so this is... Uh, that was also a Charles Spurgeon quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so by the way, to have your wife go and pick out like underwear with you is weird. Um, if it's your underwear, uh, even... I'm not getting to the other one, but uh, so <laughs> well, you, yeah. bras? Uh, you okay. wear bras too or something? <laughs> no. no, I'm talking What's about for even her. Worse is, <laughs> is my wife helping me pick out a bra that fits? <laughs> and I don't want to know that. Man. You got anything else? <laughs> reaction. I got nothing. Where did go? Or was there another one? Is that yours? Did you pick it up? I don't know. Is, is this it? one by Charles Spurgeon? I'm not good old Charlie. Read the quote first: <laughs> Is it manly to like poetry, Charles Spurgeon? <laughs> <laughs> to like po, I it's just neutral. What were you actually? Was it? You're like you almost seemed frustrated. You're like, I don't know. Is it neutral? Why am I fed up with it? That means point? that means he really like likes poetry. Like, it's like I'm like, man, why are we even doing this, man? <laughs> yeah. like, goodness gracious. No, it's neutral. Goodness gracious. <laughs> it, it is kind of neutral. But every time I've ever read any poetry, and it hasn't been that often, it's usually by mistake. Uh, <laughs> think, think about... I'll be honest with you. I hate poetry. It's, but it's so, just, the Psalms and, and are the guys, right, That's poetry. Yeah, yeah. But the guys who are like really into poetry and not the Psalms, not biblical poetry. Like Those are cool. I, it's always something a little weird. I don't get poetry. It's always something a little like weird. Like poetry nowadays. Like I get the Psalms. Like I can read the Psalms. That's fine. But yeah. like poetry, like nowadays, it's just like terrible. I mean, the the main place I get poetry from is just music. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't really, I don't really read books that are just poetical. You know, that's poetical. what I meant. Like, poetical. I don't poetical. go. Out of, I like I that word. Poetical. <laughs> I like that boulder. <laughs> that's, that's a, a nice, nice boulder. boulder. <laughs> Charles Spurgeon. <laughs> I just always think of like the the like slam poetry. I was like, I would oh, love yeah. to participate in that. That should be something we do all together sometime. Just go find some like open mic night at some hipster coffee shop. The Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> I shall not want. <laughs> he makes me lie in green pastures. This Charles Spurgeon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We we mentioned earlier about how he wrote Psalm twenty three. <laughs> on on that note, uh, we probably plagiarized at some point. I don't know. Uh, maybe not. Yeah. Not yeah. giving him the credit. The safe bet is to just quote Charles Spurgeon all the time. All the time. Just, you can just never say go it's wrong. from him. Just everything. You can never get our charged po- for plagiarism. Our post on Thursday is just going to be like our new episode. Charles Spurgeon. <laughs> <laughs> Special guest. 
Anyway, hey, be looking for our video shorts. We're going to try and release them a little more often. We have two out, but our YouTube channel, we're going to start trying to work on it more. But anyway. Yeah, check it out. Yep. Later.